Hello everyone, welcome to another show of uh, Marketing Mediator. Uh, today I have a guest with me all the way from Bombay, Payal. Payal, welcome to the show. Thanks, Aman. Thanks Great. for having me. Thank you, Payal. Uh, you know, Marketing Mediator, we had a discussion about it. So what I'm trying to do is basically speak to different uh, experts and practitioners uh, from different geographies and also different functions, right? Like. I've spoken to people from brand, you know, I've spoken to people uh, who work in, for example, e-commerce, people who are planners. So as part of the series, it is great to have you because I really wanted to have a discussion about CX. So let's jump in. Why don't you start by telling a little bit about yourself, file and also how did you get into this whole world of, you know, marketing and advertising? I won't go all the way back to childhood because I think uh, that's when it all started. I was quite uh, mesmerized by the ads, the jingles, uh, the magazine ads as well. I was kind of obsessed with some of those ads. Uh, so it was there somewhere. Uh, but I think I didn't want to do a lot of things. And that's how I ended up here because it was uh, my family comes uh, is a business family. and. Uh, like, you know, doing an MBA or that was on the charts, but I was like, no, I don't want to like do this. I don't want to do that. And then I chanced upon. Yeah. So uh, I guess uh, I, I, when I entered the world of marketing, uh, it was all the way from like, I've done everything from like logo design to, mm -hmm. which was only logo design, not branding, but then branding, packaging, uh, a lot of uh, cool designs for books, etc. Then uh, chanced upon and entered uh, Ogilvy. That's where mm -hmm. really, you know, a lot of communication uh, design, the traditional advertising kind of began. Uh, worked with many, many agencies, uh, done different kinds of things. Uh, all, was always curious about learning more. Uh, learning how, what's the process and how we kind of, you know, engage with the consumers, mm -hmm. what uh, clicks with them and how they kind of react to uh, the pieces of communication or like the messaging on the brand, branding, etc. Uh, and what really gets them to stick with the brand. So I was just interested in the whole process mm -hmm. uh, and uh, was uh, very curious about, you know, learning more and doing more things. Mm -hmm. uh, that led me to, you know, uh, design thinking uh, where, mm -hmm. uh, so I, after like almost uh, 15 years of working in, in this field, I, I quit my job uh, one day and I just uh, went back to study, wow. studying design thinking. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, that opened a lot of like, you know, I guess different neurons in my brain mm -hmm. and um uh, from then on, I did a lot of I a uh, lot of work that was uh, non-traditional uh, marketing. I tried my hands uh, at you know workshops. Mm -hmm. um, how can I get others to kind of you know collaborate uh, and mm -hmm. think through some innovative ideas or just solve some problems that are you know uh, that exist. Mm -hmm. um, so a very interesting uh, problem that we solved or tried to solve for was for a very, very large hospital in uh, the US. Just for uh, a context, uh, so when you were, for example, when you decided to you know, quit your job and study mm -hmm. design thinking, this is when you moved to US? Yeah. Okay. And, and the example you're talking about is also in while you were in yeah. US? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
so uh, did a workshop for doctors and the staff uh, mm-hmm. and uh, which kind of brought to life a lot of uh, issues that uh, you know uh, exist in the hospital environment mm-hmm. uh, and how they could collectively solve for a lot of things uh and solutions were like all the way from like how do you kind of uh, register the patients to how do you uh, you know uh, prioritize what needs to be done first to all the way from like you know what technology will help them etc etc mm-hmm. so uh, after that uh, i mean uh, there was no looking back there was a lot of like very interesting work with startups with like mm-hmm. you know some small and big startups and some you know big companies as well uh, so it was primarily associated with like brand, creating brand experiences and customer experiences more on the customer experience side some service design projects and i was just like enjoying a lot and doing like lots of different things so mm-hmm. that that's a little bit about my journey and then i i chanced like i decided to come back home to india mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know vml vinar kind of clicked uh, because mm-hmm. they were also doing the same things that i was trying to do yeah. uh, and establish uh, and while i was in the us i also had my own uh, practice mm-hmm. for a short period of time my company was uh, was called the thinking hats mm-hmm. started with a co-founder and we were uh, kind of just doing dx cx ex uh, mm-hmm. yeah nice nice so basically starting with the agencies then going to us and studying design thinking and then kind of working with different clients doing your own practice to coming back and you know joining yeah. agencies it's like quite a journey so pile uh, my next question is like a very basic question but mm-hmm. uh, it is very important because i call it a million dollar question mm-hmm. that you know this is a word like cx customer experience which nowadays is thrown everywhere right and what i feel is that it has been thrown thrown around so much that it has kind of lost its true meaning right mm. uh, so please help our audiences by you know kind of explaining your definition of what exactly is customer experience especially in context of marketing customer experience in very simple words is really uh, creating experiences for customers mm-hmm. uh let's go back a little bit and start with like i think people understand brands and branding more yeah. so if we say brand experience it's a brand creating an experience for a customer and that's not just communication by the way it's not mm-hmm. just like you know different kinds of communication but it's all of the collective experiences it's the it's the branding strategy it's like you know how do uh, i want to see i want you to see me mm-hmm. that's what i'm creating for you mm-hmm. uh, and customer experience is the other side of it mm-hmm. right we basically step into the customer's shoes and think about try to think about solving some uh, problems or just mm-hmm. like uh, you know creating some moments that matter to them taking mm-hmm. away from their uh, you know um day to day Uh, and just taking away some of the pain points probably mm-hmm. uh, and all the experiences that uh, the brand creates for customers is customer experience customer mm-hmm. experience in very very simple terms mm-hmm. now what that uh, means is how i am experiencing the brand or uh, and how the brand is basically there uh, and i am experiencing it i'm not sure if i'm i'm being able to articulate it no correctly. no no please go on please go on okay. it's making sense uh 
so it's really about uh if i am say in a in a shopping mall mm-hmm. and i see something i see one brand say for example nike mm-hmm. uh and i like uh something about that brand i like mm-hmm. a shoe uh i want to say uh it's not available in my size and i want mm-hmm. uh so that's that creates a friction point yeah uh so if there is a person to help me uh find my size or mm-hmm. say hey we don't have your size and we 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 can ship it to you and mm-hmm. you don't have to pay anything extra mm-hmm. uh they don't even let me like ask me to go online and book it for myself but it's just it arrives so for me that's like oh this is an awesome brand they you know took that inconvenience out for me mm-hmm. and they made my experience better so this is a very simple small example of mm-hmm. what customer experience really means if i uh, experience a brand as a customer and i have a it can uh, experiences can be good or bad right like yeah, yeah. Uh, and all of those are are really customer experiences and that's what we are trying to do uh, and it's not just i think a lot of people think that it's just like you know uh, UX it's associated a lot with UX UI it's associated with digital transformation mm-hmm. but it really lives everywhere uh, got it all around got us it. yeah it. but pile i think uh, the way you were explaining right if and this is my question and a clarification to you mm. it seems that you know we always had some kind of experience right even before technology digital or the smartphones or internet was there but it seems the modern definition of cx for example the thing which you explained right it is only possible because of technology mm-hmm. so is it like a defining feature when you say cx today that there is some kind of how should i say it like an interaction which is enabled by technology underneath that experience i would say a lot of times yes mm-hmm. but it can also be uh without technology sometimes as well mm-hmm. uh but mostly most of the times yes it is enabled by technology another example aman would be uh say you go as a customer you go to many coffee shops like yeah. if you if you love coffee right and mm-hmm. you go to yeah. many coffee shops there's no technology over there when you go to a coffee shop it's uh, no. really it's very human how, thing yeah it's a human thing correct mm-hmm. it's how someone's treating you how yeah. they are catering to you how they are listening to you understanding you and then serving you what you need in a way that you like or don't like and that's customer experience like Got you it. would like to you would go back to certain places again and again because you've had a good experience and that's cx absolutely. as well yeah absolutely i mean just to add to what you're saying i think that is the fundamental thing right it makes me feel good right i remember that experience and hence i go back mm. but i think what is happening is like for example technology right if we talk about like my favorite coffee shop is plutokai uh, the digital layer of it is that for example i if i go to a new city or if i change my mm. house or if i go to a client site then by the ease of finding out if there is a blue tokai here for example mm. is like a digital customer experience if i can find that information very easily i think that's a layer of technology so mm. i think because a lot of uh, brands today not just traditional brands especially the digital first brands mm. they're built around technology maybe their definition of cx is more about it is always technology but it goes much deeper than that like yeah. explain correct it's so, really all about connecting mm-hmm. with people at a very mm-hmm. human level and yeah. uh then there are all the add-ons like of course technology makes life mm-hmm. easier for all of us like we are talking uh online and technology mm-hmm. is enabling this for us but 
there can be so many other ways of doing the same thing and mm-hmm. all of that is collectively uh you know what really makes for the experience got it sure so i was saying that uh, agencies have always been mm. in some ways trying to help the brands grow right that's the ultimate goal of marketing mm. or you know the way agencies has been working uh but in today's world when you do something like cx uh, and i'm asking this question to rearticulate to differentiate between what was happening before in terms of brand experiences mm. how is the modern cx uh, helping the brands to grow so it's really enabling a lot of uh, opportunities for brands mm-hmm. uh, to be present where they can't be mm-hmm. so uh, in simple like uh, so customers can access like things online mm-hmm. they can uh, uh, you know uh, let me explain it through an example so for uh, so if you go to a uh, uh, you know an apple store or mm-hmm. like any of these you know stores you would want to kind of you'll see the products uh, yeah. you'll feel there is a touch and feel aspect to it because you're going to put like a you know big ticket number uh, mm-hmm. on it uh but you won't decide immediately you'll go back you'll kind of do your research you'll look at other things that are available not available you'll Always. look compare you know it with other products adel lenovo what mm-hmm. is right for me and not everyone is a pro and they don't know what is right for them right so mm-hmm. if at that time they chance upon an article or uh, you know apple kind of assist them with something in store mm-hmm. or online when they're back home uh, and that's how that's when also all of these targeted uh, you know campaigns start to uh, work right mm-hmm. uh, when when we keeps thinking that oh i just saw this uh, i was thinking about this and how is it that i'm seeing this everywhere Mm-hmm. that's all cx at work really yeah. and uh, it's about uh, understanding what the customer wants and mm-hmm. then kind of you know addressing it uh, meeting them where they are uh, across various touch points mm-hmm. so uh, that's how we what that's what we are kind of doing uh, that's one of the things that we are doing uh, another thing i would say is like uh, we are we are also helping A, a lot of like large cpg clients consolidate their uh, you know presence online mm-hmm. um, and how that helps is uh, you are able to gather first party data because it's very important uh, in today's day and age to really Absolutely. know your customer and mm-hmm. then therefore cater the products that you are selling to them mm-hmm. uh, either through customization understand them provide them with personalization and all of these things that we are talking now are a given they're not even like you know questions that we were asking a couple of years ago yeah, these are like default, expectations yeah. it's expectation right yeah. and uh, that's what's changed uh, uh, about uh, all about this so mm-hmm. it's really helping uh, brands understand their customers better uh, through technology Uh, building a tech stack a mart like you know a martex uh, stack so that uh, we can collect uh, and it's uh, collect data from mm-hmm. time to time um, again uh, how that works is you know it's we don't like no one wants to answer a long list of questions at one go but when you are yeah. browsing through something uh, and you are asked a couple of things or it's about really mapping their behavior online mm-hmm. uh, and how they are kind of also uh, 
what are the actions that they are taking after that like what mm-hmm. does one action lead uh what, how are how are we leading them to take the next best action yeah uh, that's really uh you know what it is so all of this is really like um th- a thought through process there's mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, methods that we use mm-hmm. there are a lot of so design thinking human centered design there are a lot mm-hmm. of methodologies principles that are put into play uh, mm-hmm. and that's how we kind of do the work uh, and coming back to uh, how we kind of help i think i've answered the question in some yeah way. yeah yeah no no makes sense and i think uh, if i was to take a key takeaway right so i think what has happened is that today if you are not a practitioner right uh, like you were explaining right if you are going through a consumer journey again consumer is not they don't know they are going through energy but if they are buying a product for example the example you took shoes right so i look something online uh, i went to nike's websites i went to few aggregators website i also happened to visit nike store or i happened mm-hmm. to visit a physical store now you realize if you think through this that you are being retargeted or the way uh, you were able to fi- find a size or the size was not there but you know they told told you that you know we will let you know if the size is available and it will come to your home so all these kind of things are being done by you know carefully designing that experience and that is what cx is it sounds very easy and it is expected but a lot of jobs a lot of work goes behind it so i think that's that's very clear you touched upon this pile and i'm just trying to deep dive a little bit right now when you talk about cx mm-hmm. right if somebody who is very new to the concept uh, there are a lot of things which your team for example does right if i were to just say few words uh, i would hear about design thinking right i, I already heard about it i already uh, you talked about workshops you know workshops with stakeholders clients consumers right mm-hmm. uh, you also help develop new products if there is a need uh, to existing brand or a new brand so there there is lot of stuff happening can you take like a very simple example and tell people that how does it work right if if you get a brief there are mm. so many tools and processes you have but what are these three four things and how do you arrive at like a something tangible mm. it's a great question aman um so design thinking really is uh, a set of methods that you can use Mm-hmm. it's a way of thinking it's a way of working mm-hmm. uh, what we do is when we get a brief we kind of just uh do a lot of research that's mm-hmm. where it all begins uh, mm-hmm. uh start with like secondary primary research uh a lot of it on starts online and then talking to customers potential customers and understanding you know where where uh where would this product or need kind of arise in their life where mm-hmm. would the fit be uh and then uh it's really you know uh, so this is also called uh, empathy mapping uh, in mm-hmm. other words yeah so starting from understanding the customers mm-hmm. uh, mapping out their journeys and uh, uh you know figuring out what are some jobs that they are trying to do mm-hmm. uh look once we do journey mapping we kind of get to uh, some need spaces or gaps that exist in their lives mm-hmm. and uh, we try to kind of find opportunities from those gap areas mm-hmm. i mean that's it sounds very simple but of course it's very tough i know <laughs> there is a lot that goes into it yeah um, but really it's the most important thing in all of this process is to really be 
uh, open, stay open to feedback, mm-hmm. a lot of feedback mm-hmm. because there's a lot of iteration. Uh, there's also, it's also about doing really, really deep research and yeah. understanding your customers. And I think, uh, again, like uh, looking at your own biases uh, mm-hmm. and if there are any, uh, that's also important uh, mm-hmm. while you're doing this. Yeah. So, while another question which I have because I've seen a lot of confusion around this, right? Mm-hmm. That there is a process which you just explained, right? Which is actually like trying to understand consumer things which he's saying and things which he or she is not even saying, right? But usually, uh, if I am like a company, I'm a client, and I'm trying to work with you, you know, because mm-hmm. you are a CX expert. Uh, usually, people have something in their head that what end deliverable would be, right? But the way you are explaining. it seems that you at this stage you do not know what the end deliverable would be yeah. so if a client and idly is trying to work with somebody like you what should be said their mindset should they be expecting like some kind of deliverable or at this stage they should be just keeping their head very open because you know it seems you're converging and diverging both things in this whole process see the business objectives uh, have to be kept in mind i mean mm-hmm. we don't live in an ideal world there's a realistic <laughs> world uh where we have to i mean if the client is say for example trying to create a content platform mm-hmm. then all the work that we are doing will be for the content platform we'll know mm-hmm. but maybe there'll be some uh, ideas or suggestions that would come that would go beyond what we are also doing mm-hmm. uh and we also propose those to our clients but if uh, setting the business objectives and doing the work around the business objectives is equally important like mm-hmm. it cannot be while the process is ambiguous a little ambiguous i think mm-hmm. uh, the objective has to be very very clear so that we can arrive back after like con- di- diverging we have to converge and make sense of what the business objective is mm-hmm. because it's also quite uh, it's uh, it's not art that we are doing it's uh, you know we are kind of delivering to uh, the clients requirements and uh, if they are trying to kind of you know uh, sell their products on a platform mm-hmm. uh engage build engagement or mm-hmm. you know uh, reduce drop off points say from a website uh, yeah. in particular then it's really about solving for that and mm-hmm. uh, designing the journeys in a way that could that would give us answers to uh, how we can fix some of those gaps mm-hmm. got it another question i had pile was i think it'll be it'll be a nice follow up right so when i talk about uh, cx or you know very superior kind of user experience mm. when you look at new age companies they actually use superior or exceptional user experience as mm-hmm. the competitive edge itself like it is their main differentiator so you talk about airbnb you talk about uber you talk about netflix right mm. there have been many other people who have been trying to do the same thing right of course there are a lot of other things but by the fact that their experience is so good that it is intuitive you know as a consumer it is so easy for me to use netflix that if i use something else like any other ott platform i'm like already oh my god i don't want to do this right so this is one definition of cx right new age companies when it comes to traditional companies right and especially when you're working in in a marketing department uh, most of the focus is only on communication ultimately right and you kind of explained that cx also has a role to play to identify the gaps and have the right messaging and right communication and all that stuff but as a practitioner how do you how do you kind of work with traditional companies and and try to use cx as a competitive advantage for them so when we are presenting uh, any of the work uh, 
uh, while of course we look at what the ask is right now and we talk mm-hmm. about it we also show them uh, you know uh, research what research kind of data points that and what they are pointing towards and mm-hmm. where else uh, there are there could be some opportunities for them to mm-hmm. tap into mm-hmm. we also show them uh, you know uh, a future vision as to if they do xyz then what would that lead to mm-hmm. if say for example uh, airbnb when they started uh, they weren't doing very well yeah but what they did later on uh, they found out some pro- the basic problem was that people were not booking them because their their pictures the people were putting up of the houses didn't look great it was a very simple solve right yeah but yeah. it needed a lot of investment which was going and just clicking good clicking pictures, pictures of the houses and uh, there are small things like that which make a big impact then mm-hmm. there are also like large uh, experience stores we are seeing these days right experiential mm-hmm. stores uh, so everything from like a uh, from the smallest of the things to the largest we also show a vision of how uh by following certain uh certain sometimes it's like certain you know uh methods or by just following the process uh what we could get we also show them how if we cater to our customers through an experience less lens mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we put ourselves in their shoes and walk the walk with them uh, or talk yeah. the walk with them yeah. uh what could that lead to and most often than not if Uh, we call these big bets right like mm-hmm. and these are more long term thinking so uh, while communication can like uh, drive awareness about a product and can uh, be some pieces of engagement for for certain period of time yeah. if we think about it from an experience lens from a customer experience lens we are also able to answer to like business problems and solve mm-hmm. for them from a long term perspective mm-hmm. so that's no, I, really I, what I, it is I really love that answer because uh, personally, like one of the frameworks which I really like is uh, the Jobs Theory, mm. uh, Jobs to be Done, mm. and I've realized, uh, I mean, new age startups actually use Jobs to be Done framework to define their product itself. Mm. Right? Like it, it can lead to a new, new idea, a new route to market, which becomes like a revenue source in itself. So yeah. I really love that you know you're trying to put yourself into customer shoes and then trying to find you know what problems they are trying to solve. Love it. Well, uh, this was this was great, right? I think it is very clear that you know what is the definition of CX, how CX builds a competitive advantage, and I think the way you were explaining is it also means that it is more of like a continuous process. It never kind of ends because mm. you can always make improvements or things are changing. Uh, I would like to uh, shift uh, discussion a little bit. I I mm. know you are also into a lot into sustainability, and sustainability is also like a hot topic given that. the situation the world is in and you know there is a lot of pressure on big corporations because you know ESG and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they understand the future is ours and companies have a responsibility to uh, you know play a role in that so would you like to talk a little bit about that that how do you kind of bring sustainability into the world of brands i would say to begin with i'm still a student uh, mm-hmm. and i'm still learning about sustainability it's such a large topic and it means mm-hmm. different things also right like all the yeah. way like you also pointed out uh, it means that a business should be able to sustain itself that's one mm-hmm. meaning it's mm-hmm. and if a business can sustain itself only then 
sorry i'll just rephrase this so if a business cannot sustain itself means it's actually having a negative impact on the climate absolutely in many many ways because they are mm-hmm. wasting resources and not delivering the outputs that they are supposed to deliver right mm-hmm. so that also puts a puts a pressure on 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 overall like climate right mm-hmm. and uh, resources that we are using so that's one meaning of it uh, there is another meaning uh, which i am uh, extremely passionate about and i still don't have all the answers but mm-hmm. i'm still like reading studying about it and um it's about how can we uh, do things in better by uh, sometimes using less resources mm-hmm. uh, say for example if we are um, also using images on our on our platforms yeah. uh, can we reuse the same thing it's almost like reusing the same outfit multiple times mm-hmm. uh, and how that actually has an impact on the revenue on the money that you're spending mm-hmm. uh, it's also how much uh, you're saving in terms of like resources by, by not shooting again and again and again mm-hmm. uh, that's also like one of the prerogatives of agencies right like yeah. how do you um, do something that is more sustainable how do you produce content that can be reused Mm-hmm. uh reshared uh, more often than not right so that's mm-hmm. one of the ways to look at it another way uh, is also um how companies large companies are uh, looking at their uh, resources in mm-hmm. like a macro way and what is it that what is what's that doing uh, what kind of impact is that having on the climate mm-hmm. if they shift say one of the things um and can they uh, reduce some consumption you know mm-hmm. so that's the third way to look at it and there are many many more ways and i would say i'm still a student uh i'm still learning uh more about sustainability and trying to uh you know bring it to life in the work that we are doing yeah i think uh, nicely explained because everybody has a different definition but what i've seen is that no matter what you're doing whether you're working in marketing advertising mm-hmm. manufacturing there is some way you can like apply the mm. whole concept to what you're doing and make a difference correct great another thing i wanted to talk about is uh, ex employee experience uh now again it's also like grown a lot a lot of i hear a lot of chatter i, I mm. hear this word a lot everywhere especially on linkedin now if you know i'm trying to ask you a question here that why is you know investing in employee experience really important where in a situation where a corporation is actually trying to reduce costs right you're always looking at profit margins top line bottom line uh, is how does ex actually help companies you know why should they invest in it i'll ask you a question for this aman mm-hmm. uh, tell me who caters to your customers my team my employees mm-hmm. people i hire yeah so if you don't treat them well will they treat your customers well of course not oh that's a that's a great answer if i take care of them they'll take care of my customers and hence right. my business would be taken care of yeah. that's, that's in a, short yeah that's mm-hmm. really in short uh, why it's important we've also uh, done uh, an ex project an org mm-hmm. transformation project for one of our clients mm-hmm. uh, ages federal uh, mm-hmm. still wrapping it up uh, and really it's about you know bringing people on board uh, mm-hmm. uh, helping shifts shift mindset uh helping them align on a certain goal so that uh when they feel that they are cared for they can get behind 
the company's mission and what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a company is not people centric, uh, people are not going to like go and sell sell their product. They'll be like, "Hum ko to sal- like we are getting our salary, yeah. and I don't want to do anything about it." That's not going to help any company, right? So exactly, it's very very important to actually uh, have a great uh, ex in place, have mm-hmm. a great experience for your employees. because they are the ones who are going to really uh, bring in more customers for you nice nice so i think in our discussion if i were to summarize for our audiences the word experience itself like we we had like three different definitions or you know three ways of looking at a larger word which is experience the first thing which you explained was brand experience right which is while i'm you know interacting with the brand or looking at a brand mm. how how does it make me feel then you spoke about customer experience right these are those smaller things which actually make a difference right for example not finding a size right or getting the delivery wherever i want you know things like that and we also talked about employee experience mm. uh it's okay to focus on brand it's great to focus on customer but if you're not focusing and creating an experience for people who are doing those both things so i think if you have all these experience work together you're naturally going to be a big business you are going to make business so this is all related to business if anybody has any doubt i'm just clarifying it invest in the experience you will reap the benefits while time for some fun uh, section okay. and this is like a rapid fire round uh, i do not have a you know, will i get a hamper yeah i know i do not <laughs> have a hamper once we are able to get some sponsors definitely yes yeah okay. so ready yeah Okay. Please don't think too much on huh? whatever you feels, whatever comes to your head. Uh, is there a favorite book you have when it comes to customer experience? It's not a customer experience book, but it's called Good to Great by Jim Collins. I love that mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone must read it. It's about how companies, how good is not good, but I'm giving a very long answer. Is that no, no? Please, please tell okay. why it is a good book. I know. It's not uh, good enough uh, to be good. You. Mm-hmm. a company must be great to really thrive uh, mm-hmm. and this is a very very short summary of the book mm-hmm. you must read it i'll send you a link later thank you thank you and what is your uh, favorite brand if you were to pick only one oh my gosh there are quite a few <laughs> anything which comes to your mind maybe like i think nike one? comes to mind nike mm-hmm. is like they're doing they have been uh, evolving through uh decades and they've been really growing with the customers mm-hmm. i feel like you know the brand has grown with me uh mm-hmm. and have evolved with me so yeah but are you talking as a cx expert or you're talking as a consumer no i'm right talking now? as a customer i like the brand a lot <laughs> uh cx also of course i mean i like it if i like it as a customer means yeah. they're doing something right Some and then therefore good, the yeah. cx expert or the cx person also feels that oh that's a great brand so no, i don't I, I, yeah I, i love love this because you know uh, a lot of people give such answers right like mm-hmm. most of the discussions are around apple and nike and all that stuff but they don't realize that why it is their favorite brand it is not yeah. because just the shoe is good it is not because they make awesome films yeah. it's because of something which is cannot be seen it has oh. to be felt right it's nice. the experience someone <laughs> it's the experience <laughs> okay a slightly tough one because i i have this question because it is like a really hot topic in marketing and advertising industry from mm-hmm. last few years you have to pick one brand i'm talking about invest investments right mm. brand or performance if you were to pick one i think uh, so my answer is go- because i know the value of both uh, mm-hmm. 
a brand cannot uh, perform well if the branding is great and no one knows it <laughs> uh, performance will not be awesome if there is no branding if it's an unknown brand uh, but these days in today's context i think performance more than brand but mm-hmm. i feel like uh, they both have to work hand in hand to really yeah. deliver uh, yeah. revenues or roi yeah i think uh, nobody likes this answer because uh, people like black or white uh, and this is like doing it together and yeah i think finding that balance is very difficult and that is why there is so much of confusion and so They're much like, of gyan which people keep giving right that you should do 50 50 60 40 and you know all that stuff i think it depends mm. who you are okay so last one so i have one of my favorite quotes and everybody's favorite quote uh, quote who works in cx is that you know your best experience is your last experience mm. so i'm asking you this exp- uh, question that which is the really best experience which you really remember as a consumer this was uh, it it's very clear to my mind and this is at the reliance parkishan uh, das narottam das hn hospital mm-hmm. um in mumbai mm-hmm. my mom was there for about 3 weeks mm-hmm. and uh, i have never had such an experience in a hospital mm-hmm. uh, right from the first thing that they have done which i think is awesome and every every healthcare or hospital uh, should learn from that is that they have taken the hospital smell away we hate wow. being in hospitals because of Seriously? the smell. yeah there's no hospital smell people greet you and you feel like you're entering a hotel it's it's yeah. not a hospital it is a they're looking at it from a hospitality space mm-hmm. which i think is awesome and uh, uh, i've i mean i never thought i would have i would see this day where like a hospital <laughs> is providing that kind of an experience so yeah no, that's yeah it's amazing i mean uh, we should not go to hospitals as much Correct. as if it is not required but i think my amazing experience is like my perception about hospital change when i <clears throat> first went to a hospital in bangkok because of the you know immigration requires a test and all that stuff mm-hmm. and i also went to kuala lumpur the prince hospital i mean it's amazing like right? you don't have to do anything from the moment you step inside somebody is there to take care of you it smells and it feels like a hotel and everybody explains everything very nicely and i mean usually when i've gone to hospital it is very stressful but when i've gone to these hospitals it is like i did not even realize i went to a hospital it was like i enjoyed the experience and yeah. they solved my problem also correct everything was autom even here like everything was automated uh, there was a billing department uh, we, we had we got to down we they gave them they gave us an app to download mm-hmm. where all our records were saved where wow. all the prescriptions were saved we could even book appointments uh, even in the uh, uh, we had cer- certain issues and um we gave some feedback in 30 minutes three people came to meet me the wow, head of the unheard of the head of the department came to meet and explain and i think all of this and i was just thinking to myself you know all of this is designed for right like all yes. of this is catering to the customer customer's experience who's going through certain moments in their life so they were trying to take away those friction points and make mm-hmm. things easier for us so i thought like that was really really amazing yeah I, and i think uh, you make a great point right because if you are a business right and you would say that oh i also want to have this kind of experience 
but till the time you do this whole hard work of consumer journeys or you know this is all service design yeah. and it is a long process and it is really hard work if you don't have a blueprint behind that how are you going to deliver that service right. these things are not possible it is impossible right absolutely cool cuz we so, most often mm-hmm. sorry i'll just add to this most yes. often than not we just look at you know what we can see which is like which is in service design we say front of stage uh, everything that's yeah. visible uh, but there's so much that goes behind right which is non visible which is technology which is uh, communication which which is also processes people uh, etc so all of this has to talk to each other and there has to be a lot of connection points for the front uh, front line or front of stage or the experiences that we are having uh, that are visible uh, for them to be really you know smooth or easy mm-hmm. or convenient etc yeah and i would i would add another thing the way you were explaining right so sometimes people think that you know a great service design or a consumer experience is only for like luxury things right a expensive hospital this hospital must be expensive mm-hmm. right or you're talking about a hotel which is like five star but now if you see a lot of companies they are actually doing the opposite by using great cx for example if you see southeast asia there is a boom in uh, a lot of food and beverage brands like coffee brands actually they are giving uh, cheaper coffee but it is of the same quality as starbucks mm-hmm. but the whole point is that they have technology in the back right for example if i can tell you that i'm going to come to your store at 2 pm i have already paid it saves a lot of money because you know mm-hmm. what inventory to keep and all that stuff and the way queuing is done and all that stuff right so you can charge a premium and have like a luxurious experience mm. but you can also design an experience and actually save on costs and offer maybe convenience to people yes absolutely if you think of things and design for them uh, before actually uh, executing mm-hmm. cx and it is proven there are so many reports that it it saves uh, a lot of revenue uh, mm-hmm. and i'm not going to get into numbers specific numbers but it's almost uh, see it's it really helps companies save up to 60% if not more of their yeah. uh, rev- like you know spends and this is proven there are many many reports no, no absolutely absolutely no i've looked it up like i can tell you like there's so much of research by forester which makes the same point right yeah. it is like almost 60% which is a huge cost awesome i think uh, we're almost touching a time but i will squeeze in one more question uh there are a lot of youngsters who are get trying to get into you know whole customer experience right uh, and i'm sure that they are also like you know everybody gets confused that you know should i become a ux designer should i become should i become a ui designer should i become should i be like a workshop facilitator like there's so many things and also developers and stuff like that hmm. would there be a very simple advice of of yours to somebody who's trying to get into cx to make their life easier and make a choice I think uh, you have to I mean do the work uh, mm-hmm. go with uh, start somewhere start with what you are interested in mm-hmm. uh, if there is a pull towards one of these aspects uh, if you are good at uh, you know writing code that's mm-hmm. a skill set uh, yeah. if you are good at good with visuals that's a skill set mm-hmm. if you are good with people and uh, if you are a good listener you can uh, just understand people that's a skill set so you already know where you sta- stand when you start when you begin mm-hmm. uh, 
start with one of the things and i would say just stay curious and experiment with things it's a great answer but and easy to make a decision right so if you're listening very good framework you might be a good listener and good with people there is like a training program or a formal degree for you and there is a job for you waiting for you you can do that if you're good with visuals there are specializations and if you're good with machines uh, there is a job for you like you can get into cx if any of these three different skill sets uh, like appeal to you or you're good at while that was a fantastic answer really loved this conversation uh, because like i told you right cx is like really a buzzword and i wanted this uh, episode uh, i wanted to use this episode to clarify a lot of things because people have a lot of confusions but at the end of the day uh, the whole point is that there are different specializations in marketing today but we are all trying to do the same thing which is solving the business problem of the people which we work with yeah thank you so much pile for taking out the time it was great to have a conversation with you thanks aman it was uh, lovely to be here as well i really enjoyed our conversation thank you thank you